I'm Todd Melby. I'm the lead producer of Black Gold Boom, and with me is photographer Ben Garvin. And Ben and I went up in an airplane not too long ago, and Ben shot photos of uh, the, the oil field from up in the air. Why did you think it was a great idea for us to go up in that plane, Ben? First off, I wanted to see it from a different perspective. You, you drive around, you see these trucks rolling by and the dust flying, and it, it feels like there's a certain visual monotony to the ground. And just getting up high, you get a real overall sense of of uh, the landscape, the the new uh, oil paraphernalia that dots the landscape, uh, and and things just look cooler from above. You just every every thing looks cooler from from an airplane. We went up in the plane at just before dusk, and why then? As any good photographer knows, late afternoon evening light is just just kind of it's like a, the golden uh, glory light. It makes everything look beautiful, you know, even an oil well. So um, we went up. You know, I think it's 8 o'clock, 8.30, and, and the light, light was low, and it was just golden. And, um, I, you know, there's this picture I have of this truck driving down a dirt road, um, and, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful photo. And if I had taken that at noon, it just would have looked like kind of a snapshot. And so it, beautiful light transforms photos. Why don't we talk about that truck? Because as I've been living in the oil patch for the past few months, I see truck after truck after truck, and there's so much dust out there. If you go up, if you go up to the oil patch, if you drive anywhere you'll see oil tankers, you'll see water tankers, you'll see some sort of tanker all over the place. And, and it's just it's part of the landscape now. It's become almost like something you don't notice. Um, and I wanted to make sure I, I photographed that in a way that, that captured it, but also, I mean, it's hard. I just want to make it beautiful. You know, it's my tendency. And plus, dust is ever present there. We, we, I don't think it rained until my last day in town. And it's just always so dusty. And, and, and uh, I don't know, very few roads are paved, at least the ones that are out in these remote oil wells. So some of the other things that we saw up there were these uh, natural gas flares, and uh, everyone would like to capture that natural gas and turn it into energy, but that hasn't happened a lot. So as you drive through the oil patch, you see these natural gas flares, but we also saw them from the air. Interesting to me is at nighttime, you can see these little golden flares uh, like candles uh, on a cake all over the landscape, and it's it's beautiful in its own weird way. Um, but of course, it's not just beautiful, it is also polluting. <laughs> exactly. So the U.S. is now one of the top 10 polluters worldwide for natural gas flaring, and that wasn't the case before the oil boom started in North Dakota. So it really is contributing to this increase of uh, pollution worldwide for natural gas flaring. We also saw these sort of RV pop-up neighborhoods. Uh, RVs just pop up everywhere, and sometimes they're clusters of four or six or 10 RVs. But we also saw an RV that was just put down in the middle of the field. And I'm, I remember, you know, tapping you on the shoulder and kind of pointing, and then uh, you snapped yeah, a, a, no, great, a great pick of no, that. Thank you for, uh, th- th- I should give you credit for that in the picture. <laughs> it, was a, it was a nice nice find. But, you know, it, it is an example where, you know, you, you walk through an RV park on the ground and it's just kind of visual clutter and it's very hard to get a picture that kind of captures the redundancy of these neighborhoods. But from the air, it, it, it's just, it becomes like, almost like artwork, almost like a um, uh, free form, what do you call, um, uh, it, it, it just, it, it becomes beautiful in, a, in its own weird way. We also saw pipelines, uh, and pipelines are necessary to get the oil out, to move the natural gas, and the infrastructure isn't there yet, but we, we did, we did see pipelines. You know, th- that there is a paradox about the oil patch to me is that it's such a beautiful country. North Dakota, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not from North Dakota, and, and being there, I was just blown away by how beautiful it is, and especially from the air. Um, and then at the same time, uh, we fly over and then we just see these kind of scarred, um, uh, you know, uh, bandages over the land of like pipelines and, 
and uh, oil tankers and uh, these massive um, oil wells. And, and it's like this really interesting contrast to me between absolute beauty and then this industrial mechanism, which is, you know, not, not just ugly, but also a product of our own um, desire to, you know, get oil. And it, 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 it is a scarring element that, you know, it takes away from some of the beauty, although there's still plenty of it left. And I saw that when I was up in the air. From a practical standpoint, how did you take the photos? Was there a window you could open? When you do aerial photography, you have a couple options. You can take a helicopter, which is very expensive, but those tend to let you really work a photo for a long time if they have a glass bottom especially. But for this situation, it was, uh, uh, in most aerial photographers, with a Cessna, a high-wing Cessna, so the wing is above the camera and not below it. And then um, and you sit in the front seat, and w the windows, they open when the airflow uh, is fast enough. They stay open, and it's very windy, and it's very cold up there. Even on a kind of a warm day, it's cold up high. And you and uh, and then often we'll be in direct communication with the pilot and be very clear about my intention. I mean that's part of good aerial photography is just being extremely clear with the pilot. So you know say go up you know to the right of this oil well then bank hard left and and then um, I'll say bank faster faster you know or whatever. But I have to keep kind of underlining my intention. Yeah. So I just have to be clear with the pilot and and oftentimes the better photos are when he turns sharply so I can shoot down instead of just out. It, it seemed like the pilot really enjoyed doing that. Yeah, no, he he had fun. I don't think pilots often get to fly that way. They they often are flying to get somewhere, not to uh, achieve like some photograph, which which often requires some some interesting maneuvers, which is fun for them. Um, I do remember Todd. There was a moment when um, I asked him, y "Your headset wasn't working for whatever reason, so you you couldn't quite hear." And I said, "I said, can you uh can you go up really fast and like so we stick to the seats and then go down so we become." Weightless for a moment. I think I think that'd be fun for Todd, <laughs> and it was fun for me. I just love that, and uh, and so I, we had a good time with our. It was qu quite a moment. All right, Ben. Thanks so much. <laughs>